a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the twilight zone. Sounds ominous, doesn't it? (laughs) Oh, those old Twilight Zone episodes. So today is a rerun, but it's a special rerun because I'm going through six years and seven years ago. I'm, I'm looking at what we broadcast, things that we brought up, mysterious things, all kinds of things in today's Friday show to showcase and compare and contrast what's happening right now. Okay, so I hope you enjoy this because it took a lot of work, A, (laughs) B, not because solely because of that, but just, oh, my gosh. Um, I interviewed uh, Karen, uh, is it Hoods, Hoodis, who actually passed away recently, I think in 2020, um, over the World Bank. Uh, I'm going to talk about a vaccine that um, Bradstreet was killed over, a finding that, that Bradstreet was killed over. He was the first doctor of 100 doctors that ended up dead that were in the health community. That's what we were talking about at the time. And uh, I had all kinds of guests talking about a myriad of things. So I'm going to try to hit them all. Um, G. Edward Griffin, Ron Paul. I mean, you name it. And you can see what they were talking about six years ago. Hasn't changed much, I'll tell you that. Join the Fourth Hour Club. You only have about a week to do that. And that is the roundtable off the air. We meet at night on uh, live. And I get to know you. And... uh, um, want to talk about the things that that you're looking at so we can bring those to the show. You have special access to me, and uh, and this is going to be a phenomenal six months. Don't be left out. Get your spot, <laughs> okay? I'm only taking a select group because I can't take everybody that would want to do it, but I'm going to uh, fill these spots up, and then let me tell you, um, it's going to be six months, and it's going to be a lot of fun, and you're going to want to be part of this group. Um, and it's from all over the world, so it's really going to be cool. Um, okay, so let me start off with the very, very strange death of Bradstreet, Dr. Bradstreet. This kicked off a hundred, over a hundred doctors mysteriously dying in strange ways, oddly enough, before the year 2020, right? Kind of makes a little more sense now, doesn't it? This is me talking about his findings, what he found in the vaccines, and probably why he was found floating in a river on his way to an anniversary dinner, and they called it suicide with a gunshot wound, a shotgun wound to his chest, and he was floating in a river. Okay, he had just grabbed a bottle of wine and was going uh, going back to the hotel to be with his wife, and they found him dead. This kicked all of that off, if you remember this, seven years ago. And so here you go with my recording of the show that I did on him. And listen up, because now that we're steeped into this vaccine mess, this kind of answers some questions. Here you go. He Before he died. Uh, our bodies make this thing called GCMAF, glycoprotein macrophage activating factor. It's a protein that activates mac- mac- macrophages. The soldiers that are your immune system's cancer-killing army. So you got to picture these things as the little soldiers in your body that will, that will fight anything that comes their way. Macrophages, when activated by this protein uh, that's in the cell, the GCMAF, ad- aggressively seek and then destroy cancer cells. So cancer cells have learned to stop 
macrophages in their tracts. They accomplish this by making nagalese, a protein that blocks our body's production of GCMAF. Without GCMAF, uh, the door is open to accelerated cancer growth. So all cancers make nagalese. That's how you could even detect if, if you have cancer, really. And hopefully those uh, tests will be available as just a simple test in the future. Uh, they aren't right now, but as cancers make this, nagalese. Researchers and uh, clinicians have shown that injecting this minuscule amount of GCMAF reverses a high percentage of early stage cancers. The beauty of GCMAF is in its nonspecificity. Uh, specific, 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 oh my gosh, specificity. GCMAF attaches to receptors on the surface of all macrophage cells. And then it releases an activation message telling those cells to find and destroy cancer cells anywhere and everywhere in the body. Nagalese has several uses. The first is to detect its earliest beginnings of a cancer because all cancers cells make it. Nagalese levels will start rising above normal at the very earliest stages of a cancer's development. Nagalese levels will start to rise months and even years before a cancer has progressed far enough to be imaged by, a, like, say, a CT scan, MRI, and an X-ray. Nagalese can also be used to track effectiveness of anti-cancer therapy. So if a cancer treatment is effective, there's going to be fewer tumor cells making less Nagalese, so the level will go down. When GCMAF is the cancer therapy, Nagalese levels are performed monthly to make sure that the therapy is effective and that the cancer is receding. So Nagalese can be used to determine whether or not surgical removal has completely removed a cancer. If Nagalese levels remain high after cancer surgery, then tumor cells persist and are making Nagalese. Well, okay, so you have to look at it like this. I'll go over this just a little bit again. GCMAF, which is the GC protein, after it combines with vitamin D in the body, has the potential to be a universal cure for cancer. It's also believed to be capable of treating and reversing autism, HIV, liver, kidney disease, and diabetes. Dr. Bradstreet was working with a naturally recurring compound that may be the single most effective thing in the immune system for killing cancer cells. However, what... What Dr. Bradstreet and his colleagues discovered is that the immune system is being compromised by that compound called Nagalese, okay? So a lot of doctors were going dead when they started uh, reporting that there may be something in our vaccines that's injected into the very vaccine that we're receiving for whatever the problem may be, whatever the vaccine is for, um, that that this obviously is is part of the vaccine. That's when the doctors ended up, uh, they started to disappear. Um, even Dr. Bradstreet's family, they said when he started, started getting into this and started talking about it, um, they said, of course, there was no way that he would have committed suicide. It just wasn't even in his... That just wasn't in the realm of this man's um, persona. He wasn't depressed. There wasn't anything going on except that he basically uh, was was found dead. So when when they started discovering this, this is what's huge about this is that we find out that this is this is the number one thing that the when the GC cannot become GCMAF combined with that vitamin D binding protein, protein the body becomes compromised. And Nagalese uh, enzyme proteins uh, was made by cancer cells and viruses, which causes the immune deficiency is causing is being added through immunizations, viruses or through or definitely through those immunizations. 
This was really damning information for the medical community. Uh, the GC protein cannot attach itself to vitamin D because of the Nagalese. Nagalese is concentrated in autism is what they're finding. Uh, now, all of this is very controversial to this point, by the way, and you know we'll tackle those kinds of subjects on the show. But I want to bring this information to you because this is what's, these are the things behind the scenes that aren't talked about on regular radio. All right. So I wanted to bring you that because I thought it was really interesting how those doctors, because they started thinking that the vaccination program was actually compromising uh, your body, (laughs) they were actually realizing the damage that it did. And I think that's pretty amazing. I think it's pretty amazing what in the world we were doing at that point and why doctors were suddenly dying and this was all before 2020 they knew they were going to come out with that vaccine program they knew that they had this in their arsenal because why why do we know that because they had already been warning they had already been talking about this bill gates was saying oh yes there's this thing coming there's this you know disease coming and uh And they were going to be the saviors of it with their vaccine. They could not have doctors that were on the brink of talking about this publicly and really letting the cat out of the bag that the vaccine program was meant to compromise your health. This is why our bodies, our health, after 60 years of this vaccine program were utter crap. Your health is worse now than it would have been had we not had a vaccine program. Don't think for a second those vaccines saved our lives because it didn't happen that way. I've looked at the numbers, the numbers they've inflated, the numbers they they teach in medical school that are absolutely asinine because it's easy to look at the numbers. The vaccines were causing the issues, not the thing they were blaming it on. Isn't that interesting, though, going back and looking at all those dead doctors and saying, oh, my gosh, they were trying to let this cat out of the bag and they couldn't let that happen. Dr. Jeff Bradstreet was his name, and he died in 2015. And you can go and do some research on his findings. You can still find what he was just about to explode with, and that was everything I just talked about in that show, and that was, uh, I think, seven years ago. Um, Fascinating stuff, and so sad that all those doctors, uh, poor doctors, lost their lives in the most mysterious ways, all young and healthy. Very, 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 very sad. There, in fact, were several things going on um, seven years ago when we would discuss topics on the show. There was a lot of the same topics that we deal with now. The Boy Scouts were earning a socialism badge, a globalist socialism badge, and we were discussing whether or not people would be leaving the Boy Scouts behind at the time. That did actually happen. Uh, but I remember at the time just thinking, why are they Why are they coming in with the climate change gobbledygook and why are they earning these badges? And they tried to make it sound as good as they possibly could, but we discussed that a lot on the show. The other thing we discussed were emergency meetings with, say, the Fed. That hasn't changed much, has it? We have a lot of emergency meetings meetings. Here is one of the meetings we talked about six years ago. Here we go. That was held yesterday, Obama and Biden to meet with Yellen. Um, And, uh, you know, let let me just let me just go over this just a little bit with you, because there's a lot here. 
Um, the rumors are, are swirling about a banking system failure, and those were the reasons that some think, um, so this is speculation too, that some think that President Obama and Vice President Biden were to meet with uh, Yellen uh, after the Federal Reserve's emergency meeting this morning. This was yesterday. Uh, in the history of the United States, it's never for- before taken place that both the president and the vice president meet unexpectedly with the Federal Reserve. Speculations already flowing all over Washington, D.C. on the Hill, of course, uh, that it may have something to do with the survival of the government. Those are the rumors being floated. Hmm. Members of the House and Senate are said to have been up all night in discussions and meetings. Interesting. All right. So, yes, world, what we didn't realize was the digital currency has to be ready to come in when they do go after our banking system. Lots of rumors, but it'll come in when they want the digital. Be right back on The Kate Daly Show.